If there's anything we know about Olivier that's come through in a lot of the podcasts is his love for America. He's constantly inspired by his trips to New York and L.A. He obviously is surrounded by many American friends. And perhaps his latest collection, his resort collection for 2024 Balmain, shows this love more than we've seen for many, many years. So today we're in, once again, Olivier's beautiful black little cube that's set above the rooftops of Paris, about to speak to him about his resort collection and walk through a little bit of the inspirations from the American Far West and Balmain's 75 years archive and talk to him about some amazing experiences he's had recently in the United States. I'm John Gilligan. This is the Atelier Balmain podcast, and we're about to begin speaking with Olivier Rostong about his resort collection 2024 for Balmain. I am Olivier Rostong. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Bienvenue à l'Atelier Balmain. Bienvenue à l'Atelier Balmain. So we've returned to Olivier's pretty amazing office today to talk with him about a pretty amazing collection. His latest resort collection for 2024, which is the Balmain Resort Collection. So as we sit here, surrounded by the rooftops of Paris in this beautiful penthouse office, we're going to be talking about what a collection which I guess is almost Balmain on the range. It's Olivier's return to two things that seem to be important to him. He's once again returning to American inspirations and in particular, the Far West inspiration, which he's worked on a few times over the last 10 years. And again, just like for his Fall 23 collection, it's all about the house heritage. It's all about the incredible tailoring the Baumann's famous for and several of Pierre Baumann's favorite signatures. So, hey, Olivia, how are you? It's good to be here. Hi, John. Oh, my God, it's been a while. <laughs> it's always so, good to see you. There's always something to talk about. Definitely. A lot. Um, and a lot to edit out after we talk about it. Um, so, Olivia, thanks, to having, thanks for having us here today. I'm here with Seb, and we're working on the last resort collection. So let's cut right to the chase. You were, it's all about Go West Balmain. It's all about Balmain meets the Cowboys. Why was this particular element of American culture, Texas, the Far West, um, Mexico, why was this on your mind for this collection? Uh, I think so many things in my mind. I would say that I think I always loved um, the bold style of the American cowboy. You mm. know, it's always been really much in my mind. And I think the distinctive craft, you know, and the incredible colors and obviously such a huge inspiration for for details and artworks. And there is this mix of baroques mixed with, you know, squares and triangles and mm -hmm. there is this beading, um, the mix of brown and pastel colors. So I think the cowboy world is such an interesting as um inspiration for a fashion designer, you know. And and again, there is the the part that is really fashion, but there is as well the part that you, when you, you know, when you grow up, like you all, you have all those kind of like far west movies, you know, that you keep growing with. So it's just, I think, really normal that in the career of a designer, you 
you go back to Far West or you go to Far West, you know. But after that, I would say that maybe the influence of Beyonce. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because knowing that she's come from Houston uh-huh. um, and I've been working with her on the Renaissance Couture, kind of, I mean, I would say, bring me back there. Don't mm-hmm. give me give me the strength and um, the curiosity as well to to discover more about Houston, about um, the beauty of, of that city and the beauty of that region, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you know, John, we've been so long, we have done postcat for so many times, and I think you always know that I love America. Mm-hmm, so I yeah. think it's just really natural for me to, to go back once or twice, you know, a season or a year and being inspired by America. It can be New York, it can be Houston. You know, there's so many, it can be LA. I mean, I've done so many collections based on yeah, LA. It's true. But, um, but this is one of the reasons, and I think there's another one that I keep in my mind, you know, we're gonna open incredible stores in Dallas and Houston okay. in a couple of months. So I think all of that together is like, go Bauman, go far west. <laughs> go west Bauman. So this is definitely not your first rodeo. I mean, I, I can't remember when it was, was it? Like eight years ago, you had a, you had another Far West inspired collection for Bama, and then most recently, you worked on uh, clothes for Netflix um, recent movie, The Harder They Fall, and you also did an incredible, well, very, very beautiful, but very limited edition, very small collection that was based on that Netflix movie. So. I know that once you mentioned that when you were a kid, you used to like to watch the classic American Westerns. Do you think it all springs from that? Is that where this love of um, the American West and the cowboy really started? Uh, you know, I would say just like everyone else around the world, I spent so much time during my childhood watching the legendary American Western, you mm-hmm. know? And I think the stunning American Southwest location, I mean, my may have been light years away from my daily reality in France Sud-Ouest, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm still a kid from from the south of France, uh, mm-hmm. but dreaming of, you know, <laughs> always bigger. Mm-hmm. So I think all of that together has been really like part of 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 the journey why I why I worked on on the others day for. But I think what was as well really impressive is, you know, the cast of the incredible people and knowing that it was produced by Jay-Z and directed uh-huh. by James Samuel, you know, you cannot say no and you actually like being inspired by them, from them, okay. from early beginning in my career. Okay. So having the project together, I think was obviously something that was uh, an incredible, uh, I would say, experience for me. Mm. This is This is where I think it's interesting to be in a French Parisian house from 1945 and bringing culture from around the world and having the, a great platform, which is fashion, and express your dreams and and making sure that, in a way, Bauman is not only Parisian, Bauman is international, mm-hmm. and, and bringing all your dreams together makes it even more relevant for today. The idea as well working with Netflix was really important because it was the first time that Netflix was selling as well a collection with the platform. Mm. So all of that together kind of gave a kind of a small revolution in fashion using the platform uh, produced by an incredible artist like Mm Jay-Z and all of that together and talking about, you know, um, cowboys and Far West was something that was really interesting for me and was a new experience a couple of years ago now. Mm 
What's really interesting is that in a way, a, a message that you've been saying for the past 10 years when you've been designing for this historic Parisian house is this emphasis on diversity and inclusion and, and reflecting what the real Paris is of today, what the beauty of the streets of Paris really are today. And I think it was something during, for Jay-Z's Heart of They Fall movie was the focus on the truth of the far west, the diversity of the cowboy, the fact that, what was it, like two of every five American cowboys were black and we, and we didn't grow up knowing that. And so it's interesting to see that echo of that Netflix experience in both what you did for them and what you're doing for this collection because it isn't your traditional um, 1950s cowboy movie. What you're doing is something very much of today, very much reflecting a diverse and new view of the cowboy. No? I mean, this question is so important, John, because I grown up, um, as you know, like watching cowboy movies, you know, mm. and all the cast was white. Mm -hmm. And and as you mentioned, when you know that in the reality it was far from this reality, mm -hmm. and knowing that it was like being black was not represented, to me was something that was really shocking. And this is when, you know, we spoke um, when I work with um, the entire production from Netflix, and the, and the and the cast became black. You know, mm -hmm. that to me was like what shown that this is a revolution, and I want to be part of that mm -hmm. because. It's so important when you're a kid to grow up with a vision and an idea that is true to the reality and not faking it for whatever reason. And and I was really excited to be in the Hatters Day Fall because it was the first time that, you know, there would be a black cast on the far west world, you know, uh -huh. cowboy world. Uh -huh. um, this was a real revolution to me. And and creating a collection in the in the movie plus you know like expressing all the the topics that you just mentioned were definitely part of what i'm fighting for inclusivity mm -hmm. diversity and still keeping you know the the craft of the house um and all of that together giving a kind of a a twist of couture inclusive mm -hmm. or an inclusive couture interesting yeah and it's great how the heritage because i mentioned i saw some of your interviews you mentioned about um, that you kind of echo Pierre Balmain's incredible love of the American culture about how he went to America after his following <laughs> the command of Gertrude Stein to go to America and talk about French culture and talk about his designs and how he actually traveled to Dallas several times and really loved Texas so it's interesting to find you once again echoing this heritage of the house, this deep connection to this part of the country. I think I think this is really important. Like being a French house doesn't mean that you cannot have your love for America. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, sometimes I realize that so many people, when I speak in French, they say, oh, you speak so well French, you know. And you're just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm French. But so many people think that I'm American because, okay. you know, they love my love for the culture, for uh -huh. America. Uh -huh. So I think... You know, in our world, sometimes when you're French, there is that thing that you so focus on your country without trying to show your love for another. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'd never liked in fashion, you know. Um, I think 
one or the other. It doesn't mean that you 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 belong to one country or another one. You know, mm-hmm. I think I always say I'm a citizen of the world. I belong to the world. Mm-hmm. And to me, the combination of America and France together is what is the strength and the power of the house. As you mentioned, Monsieur Pierre Balmain was in love with America when he brought one of the first designers. I mean, around the 50s, brought the new French style and mm-hmm. was with his friend Gerstrich Stein, was like going through America, like walking, like um, traveling. And, and, you know, at that time was not so, like, say, like so... Typical. Typical, right? Yeah. And uh, and I think he was the first one to be really fluent in English and showing what was his new French style to America mm-hmm. and, and getting new clients, getting new friends, I think that was such an incredible and smart move. Mm-hmm. So I have to say that I didn't wait for Pierre Barman to be in love with America, but definitely I think it's part of the DNA, this connection mm-hmm. between France and America. No, it's interesting to see that echo. But also what's so interesting is that um, since we recently just spoke about your Fall 23 collection and you did so many of this incredible Parisian tailoring and the sharp cuts of your Jolly Madame, and I love how you brought those same like perfectly cropped jackets into this collection that's based so much in the far west and you're building even like you had Pierre Beaumont's favorite skirts and you kind of converted it into a gaucho pants which is perfect for a cowboy um how did you manage to like take all these colors from the American West and all these leather work that are typical of the American West and blend it with this house's heritage of tailoring and um, Parisian embellishments. I think it's like, I mean, creating a collection is almost like creating, you know, uh, going in a kitchen and you're going to create mm-hmm. a new plate. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know what kind of ingredients going to work together, you know, but you always make sure that whatever you put some pepper and some salt and you just like, oh, why I should use a fruit, you know, and you're going to decide to put melon, you know, with this <laughs> cheese, you know. I think it's more, it's like just being in a kitchen and just finding the right ingredients and oh, okay. the dose, you know, of the ingredients and making sure that um, every every taste going to be good mm-hmm. uh, because you, did, you use the right ingredients. So I think, as you mentioned, you know, like this incredible skirt uh, from Monsieur Pierre Balmain, mm-hmm. uh, like in a triangle shape. I mean, I made it as a pants that remind me the far west world. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more like a question of, you know, I have some, I have like a fruit and I want that this fruit is more salty than sugary. Okay. So it's it's a question of balance. Yeah. And, and I'm really bad at cooking, <laughs> but I think I'm really good at sketching. And go. so basically I think Barma is like a huge kitchen um, okay. and we have many ingredients and we try to do the best plate with obviously a lot of surprises. Mm-hmm. And this is what makes exciting the new plate that I'm going to give you. Yeah. No, it's a great little recipe to build on that analogy. The, um, what I also think was interesting is that at, this is happening at the same time that the your USA connection seemed to be very important because you were just, I think it was in New York just a few weeks ago and you had probably what must have been an incredibly moving experience with one of America's most incredible people. Um, so can you speak a little bit about your that trip to New York and what happened and why you were there and and who you interacted with? Oh, wow. So that was like, I think, a memory for life. Yeah, when I imagine. A couple yeah. of 
weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got an incredible award that Anna Winter gave me, and and I had an incredible, incredible message. Uh, it was for for parts inclusion and diversity yeah. and change, right? Yeah, it was for inclusion and diversity and change, and it was at the Parsons School. Mm-hmm. Um, that must have been amazing to get recognized for what you've been doing for 10 years by Anna Wintour and Parsons. That must have been amazing. I mean, it's been, it's been incredible. I mean, it's been incredible because Anna Wintour defines fashion, you know, and always been one to fight for a new fashion. Mm-hmm. And it has not, it not been easy for her, mm-hmm. but she always been the first one to support me from the beginning of my career and mm-hmm. showing and being a guide to actually being for fashion to be a representation of what is the world of today, you know. Interesting. Whatever it was yesterday and today, she always made sure uh-huh. to, to embrace, um, I would say, the reality and making sure to guide us like uh-huh. designers. So from the beginning, she's been a huge support for me. Uh-huh. And having her recognizing my talent, you know, a couple of weeks ago was such a strong, strong and moving step for me, you know. I imagine. Yeah. personally and professionally and as you mentioned parson it's obviously such an, a great establishment and mm-hmm. it's an incredible an incredible school that's gonna gonna teach the new generation mm-hmm. to be in the fashion industry whatever whatever the job they're gonna have mm-hmm. so you know all of that together like having that vision of anna from the past to today and the future having the person that actually teach for a better future and teach like the new the new designers the new leaders of the next generation uh-huh felt like a dream come true and having all the incredible students come to me applauding and clapping and just say we are so proud mm-hmm. and you Agreed. you kind of change uh, fashion and we are thank you for being an inspiration you know mm. i think that was obviously something really intense as an emotion for me but such a most the most one of the most beautiful emotion that i had and on top of that i had on one of, of that, the biggest on inspiration of, that, yes. of my life the woman <laughs> that actually it's beyond any dream, you know, like okay, yeah. Michelle Obama mm. uh, delivering me such a strong message and telling me like she has seen my fashion, she has seen my fights and, and she's proud of me. That's fantastic. I mean, this is more than, I don't know how many tears I had in my eyes, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond any words, you know, mm-hmm. I could talk about it for years and I could be <laughs> in silence for years because I think all my words would never be enough mm-hmm. to thank her and to feel so proud of um, of her message. And Your parents so must have been so happy, so proud. I mean, my parents were like crying for me, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't really, they don't really understand fashion, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever I'm going to do, a short skirt or a mini skirt <laughs> or a long skirt, they're going to be like, it's still a skirt. Yeah. But, you know, like having Michelle Obama, like, taking time and, and telling you that she knows what you have done and mm-hmm. she thank you for your fights. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, it's what I told you in the podcast recently. I told you I'm here for a mission. I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely here for my mission. My mission is to fight for the better future for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Obama has been a huge inspiration for me. As for me, she's America, you know. Mm-hmm. And... and and so, yeah, I mean, I keep now, right now that I'm talking to you, I still have tears in my eyes. No, I imagine. Yeah. No, no, no. It's I, I feel like I, I, yeah, it's fair. No, I can't imagine. I can't imagine getting an award period from Anna Wintour, much less having it presented by Michelle Obama. Incredible. So I can see why you're on this high for America. 
<laughs> and um, your resort collection really shows it. You know, like, don't forget, I'm from south of France, from a really small city, like really small, let's say Bordeaux, but most of the suburbs of Bordeaux. And, mm -hmm. you know, like where we are here in this incredible Parisian penthouse where we see the entire city. When mm -hmm. I came from like New York a couple of weeks ago with all the messages that I that I got, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I think we can end the podcast saying sky is the limit. Keep your dream keep believing, keep mm -hmm. hoping, keep fighting. Um, there's always an incredible light that is at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. and just catch your lights and, and know that you're gonna see the sky and sky is the limit. Perfect, I think we're gonna end it right there. <laughs> Congratulations again, Olivia. Thanks very much for having us here today. Thank Talk you, to John. You soon. Bye. Bye-bye.